Joe. Yeah. <laughs> what is the difference between a light bulb and a pregnant woman? How much time do I have? <laughs> it's it's your, your show. I give up. You can unscrew a light bulb. You got to wait for the... No, okay. So all right, that was a good practice. Now, start with the opening joke. Okay, Joe. Yes. What is the difference between a light bulb and a pregnant woman? <laughs> Anyways, uh, welcome to Carnival Personnel. This is Jacques. I'm Joe. And we have a very special guest, and I don't use that term loosely or lightly. <laughs> I've been here for a long time, but thank you. <laughs> One Mr. A.J. Price. Welcome. Thank you. So I'm glad to be here. Uh, well... We'll see. Yeah, for now. <laughs> we'll see. So uh, we mentioned AJ uh, a few weeks ago, a couple podcasts ago, and and the same podcast I uh, smirched. Is that the right word, Joe? Be smirched. Be smirched. The 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 great game of cricket. Uh-huh. Uh, and AJ is here to straighten out a number of things, including me butchering his bio, which I thought I made you sound better, and uh, and telling us why cricket doesn't suck. But first, I want you to, to sort of remind the audience what your nickname for AJ oh. is during games and life. He's he's not a fan of it, but where Joe and I are, ga- well, Joe's a huge game show nerd, and I now can't get enough. <laughs> Funny, you should ask. Yes, <laughs> Did I get it. You got it. And, and Family Feud, you win nothing, <laughs> you lose. <laughs> Good day, sir. Uh, we, by we, I mean me, call him The and Price Rodney. is Right. And Rodney. And Which Rodney. Is- <laughs> Come on down. You're the first guest on Carnival Personnel. I would, I would just like to say that the reason I don't like that is because in high school, we had an announcer who I despised because he was the worst teacher in the world. And that's what he called me. Oh, okay. Uh, well, now, now that I know that it has like some bad feelings behind it, I'm not stopping. <laughs> I'm, I'm not doubling down. What you would call a good person? No, wait. You don't like it, and it brings up bad childhood memories. Check and check. <laughs> so. Uh, we're we're going to get into a lot of things. We're going to talk a lot of sport later. Uh, but for right now, because you did play in the NCAA and you are a big soccer football fan, uh, which is the biggest douchebag organization, would you say, FIFA or the NCAA? Hands down, the NCAA. Really? Hmm. Yeah. With, with all the grifting with, with – I mean, I spent three years in Qatar, and I can tell you – a, a country smaller than the state of Connecticut gets a World Cup? Well... Russia right now <laughs> has a World Cup. At least FIFA so, plays their pay, pays their players. That's true. See? Well, FIFA doesn't have to pay their players. Oh, okay. That's where it is, too. I didn't know NCAA that. is just ripping off everyone. So you play... Now, go over your bio. Where did you play? What positions? And what were the highlights? Uh, I played at Penn State. In the University of Akron, I played in the Rose Bowl. Not the, the Rose Bowl, Bowl. <laughs> not the Orange Bowl. It, 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 the Rose Bowl is a little more proud. They have a much better parade. So, for the record, you do make me sound worse. Okay, all right. But I also <laughs> met your pro arena player. Yeah, which I don't know where you yeah, got that, that makes from. me play. Well, it you play sense. you play with the owner of the Pirates, and that's yeah. what I thought. In junior college. In junior college. Yeah. Okay. At Dean, where all of our interns are from. So you st- you started Dean started at Penn State. Take us take us through. Okay, so 
you played at Penn State and then went to Dean, you can yes. do that. You can go from yeah. a giant to yeah. You know, when you become academic academically ineligible for a number of reasons, <laughs> <laughs> you have to go to junior college and okay, get yourself back together and, and work your way back in. Yeah. Um, and and does that count? Is that NCAA? Like, did that count against your four years of eligibility? Yeah, it counted as a year. It did. Year I was there. And yeah. did you have to redshirt to go there? I redshirted my first year at Penn State, so no, I just went in and kicked ass. And 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 for people like uh, me and Joe, explain what redshirting is. Um, so you're on the team, but you don't play. So, but it doesn't count against you in terms of your years of eligibility. So you can practice. You, and You're basically a practice, the equivalent of a practice squad player for the NFL. See, I associate redshirting with being the first person to explore a foreign planet on Star Trek. And dying <laughs> instantly <laughs> upon arrival. Let's see. Scotty, McCoy, right. Spock, huh. you're with me. Oh, Ensign Johnson over there. Scotty was the only redshirt to survive. Yeah. Yeah, well, he, he knew what he, he had was an doing. in. Yeah, he really did. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, he was drunk, so he's probably falling down before he got shot. I don't know. Is that wrong? <laughs> it is. How wrong? Very. On a scale of one to me. <laughs> okay, so the NCAA <laughs> is awful, and and it's like I've always said this, and it's funny because I went back and forth with my sister one day. We were having a phone call about it, and I forget what it was. I was just listening to some college player, you know. Well, you know, it's like I lived in L.A. when USC was essentially a professional football team. And it was crazy. It's like Lakers were winning three championships in a row, and it hurts me to say that. At the same time, Pete Carroll had a machine of a machine of a machine. Um, and then just as like the wall started closing in... He got out of town. He got. Not only did he get out of town, he goes and gets like a... I don't know, like one of the highest paid, or if not the highest paid coaching jobs in the NFL, Reggie Bush goes to Miami. I think, it's, did he go to Miami at first? Is that who drafted Reggie New Bush? Orleans. New Orleans first. Uh, right, because he had that uh, great, was it ESPN or Sports Illustrated, where he's wearing the wedding dress and it's Mike Dicka. So he, he makes bank. And now here are kids simultaneously, you know, playing. You know, high school football or, or in the eighth grade who don't get to play in a bowl game their entire college career because of shit that happened seven years before they got to the school. You know, I mean, because they got like a six year ban or something like that. So if you're a freshman, well, you're just fucked for the next three or four years, yep. you know, and at the same time, the guys who perpetrated all this making bank a bank. At the same time, I remember I went into a Toys R Us oh. and so this R. is Toys R. Us. Yeah. This is three or four, four or five years uh, after Tebow had left Florida, um, Florida State. Florida. Florida is Florida. And his McFarlane Florida doll was there <laughs> on the shelf. And I'm thinking, okay, does he get money for this? It's like no. and it's it's at the same time, you know right now, this season coming up, September August 2018. Will his jersey be in the top five Florida jerseys sold at the pro shop this year in Florida? Most likely, but he's not going to see a dime. Not of a it. dime of it. And 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 how is that okay? And he just give it to God anyway. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it's a bad example. Uh, but he's seriously. morally against getting money for his athletic ability. Oh wow! 
I'm joking. I don't. Okay. <laughs> it's like I don't remember turning down money that Josh McDaniels made in a first round draft. No, but that's my thing. It's like they are a like something close to a a, a twenty billion dollar entity, and you don't have money. And and at the same time, AJ was telling me a story. I'll let you repeat the story. Uh, you were out at dinner with family friends who came to a game, and you had to, or you insisted on paying. They could pay for your friend's dinner. Who wasn't on the football team, but you had to pay for your yeah. own. Yeah, there's rules against people paying for things because they think it's unfair. I mean, the big, the best story I have is when Terrell Pryor was at Ohio State, him and a couple guys got suspended because they traded game like their game socks for tattoos. <laughs> wow! And it was like, right. and the NCAA's rule is, well, if a regular student couldn't get that, then you can't get that. So that's illegal. And when you look at the stadium they play in, they're, you're talking, you're packing 70,000, 80,000 people into it. Oh. And if the stadium was empty, the TV money, it, it's second only to the NFL as far as TV money goes. I think it's, mm-hmm. I think it's NFL, NCAA, football. Premier then, League. Then, uh, what? Oh, NBC in <laughs> the Premier League. I'm well, telling you. Well, it's funny because, um, you know, people – don't know, a lot of Red Sox people don't know that the people who own the Red Sox also own Manchester United. Liverpool. Same thing. Six of one, two dozen of the other. Hey, we beat them in the war. No, that was Canada not, that burned down gonna, the White House. Never mind. I'm not going to let you do this okay. while I'm here. Oh, man. <laughs> I refuse. A legitimate fact checker on okay. Carnival personnel. So, so, so you, go, you, you start at Penn State, mm-hmm. um, and then you go to Dean. Mm-hmm. A year at Dean? A year at Dean. Like and seven did, months at Dean. Did you just kill it? Yeah. It was I mean, a lot of fun. I mean, no, literally, it's like, because I've thought about that. It, it's like when I, in 84 through 87, I played junior A hockey. Then I played minor leagues uh, in a barnstorming league. Then when I went to Fitchburg State College, it was Division Three. The only reason I went to college, and Joe knows this, it's like, I, I failed out of high school. I failed out of life. I was playing minor league hockey, and my mom's like, you got to go to school part-time or get a job, you know, and work's a four-letter word. So I was like, fuck that. <laughs> so I, I went to community college, ended up loving it, and the Fitchburg State coach was like, yeah, come here. I never took SATs. I never had to live on campus. That's legal. I didn't have to do any of that stuff. Uh, but the first day of tryouts, I'm like, uh... Division three is a huge step down from junior A. It was yeah. so not fun. Well, even from junior college. So it was a junior college when I was there. And division three is a step down from that. Wow. Because a lot of the a lot of junior college kids are kids that should be right. in a division one, division two school, but for one reason or another, they're not. And it was such it was so it wasn't it literally wasn't fun. And it's like it was it, it was a dark it was a dark days and luckily I met the king of darkness uh, Dan Gray at the time and, and then the next ten years of my life were spent touring in a van with an alcoholic and loving every second of what I remember. And by the way, Beyond did a reunion. When is that? Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow's our first show, oh. and then and then yeah, it's like a you know the old ba- you Rod the yes. the great fro like he's up from North Carolina, so we're playing some stupid thing but we'll, we'll talk about that you're on a mission from god <laughs> they, is this uh, one in southbridge yes oh, i yes because when you think of the tourist circuit for <laughs> mid-80 grunge bands you think you know, you know I, I don't even know where it is um i just know it's far uh 
But so, okay, so Dean College to where? University of Akron. And, and what level is that? Is that back? Division one. We it, were bad, though. I mean, like, Cleveland Browns bad. <gasps> Which makes sense because we're right down the street. So, so you're it right, me like in the water. You're a right receiver. Yeah, could your quarterback like not hit routes? Uh, I mean, what, what, what was it? No line. What what sucked? Everything. We were all bad except for except for JD Griggs. Okay, who's on the Mass Pirates team? He was our only good player. Uh, second only good player. And oh, then, no, I was horrible <laughs> there. I was so out of it. Why? Just didn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was so dumb. We've gotten to the bottom. Yeah, okay. So there, 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 there you, you have You enter it. that area of the world. <laughs> you just don't give a fuck. I just gave no fuck. And so what, what happens after you leave school? Um, Go home. I work. Out. My mom raised my nieces. And then that was really it. It's not like. And what brought you back to Dean? And don't say I had car. To, I had to finish. Okay. How close were you? Uh, a year. I got semester left. Nice. So excited. Nice. And now, and now AJ is one of the, what are you coaching? A receiver coach? I'm coaching the receivers, yeah. Do I know any of the receivers? No, I don't have any for, okay. for interns. Cause, cause, so AJ and I work at the Mass Pirates together. We are the Mass Pirates off the field. We are the Mass Pirates. Um, and it's great because he has all these interns. We call him the king of the interns. And he, and, and he truly is. And you got a, a squad of like really, really, really great kids. Let's not talk about that much. They're all okay. Right. No, some, <laughs> some of them are great. They're okay. Some are down over there. <laughs> okay. All right. So, uh, so talking to AJ, now this is this is – the next thing on the agenda. So you um, are going to China in February? February. That's the plan. That's the plan. For a year. For a year. And we're excited? Yeah. Yeah. Sarah and I are going to go. Sarah is is also with us in in the in the uh, <laughs> the nerd cave. She say hi but we can't afford four microphones. Um <laughs> uh, but so the two of you are going, whose idea was this? Whose idea was China? No, let me know. Asking, oh, it was jump mine. On a mic. It was yours. It if, was you want, if you want to say something, you can jump on a mic. Yeah, That's or you can just yell at Jack. Yeah, That's what I do. False. Okay, so now we're. Uh, oh, here we go. I'm afraid we couldn't hear her over the fan. Okay. Kinda, so. <laughs> so, so you tell us. You break it down. So, I had a faculty member at the school ask me if I wanted to do it because we had our. The lady that does it, I don't. What's the word? I can't. Administrator, liaison, 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 liaison from the other school. Yeah. Was this? This might have been actually. This might have been after she sent me that email. <laughs> I think about this. <laughs> we might have to cut that. Nah, <laughs> I'll make it work. We'll um, fix it in post. But yeah, so she asked me if I would be interested. And this lady, when she asks me things, it's usually because she's already committed me to <laughs> said meeting, um, and so. Nancy, our Chinese lady, uh, I sat down with her, told me about it, and I was like, yeah, cool. Can Sarah come? She was just like, her first question, oddly, was, are you guys stable? I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's a legitimate <laughs> question. Well, yeah, because a couple years ago, they had a couple there. Something happened. The guy who was tagging along got up and left, and they were short a teacher for the rest of the year. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I can see that. Hey, at least you don't have to do uh, the Qatari thing. When the wife took a job in Qatar, we were together 10 years, two oh, kids. Had we had to get married. You can't cohabitate there together. It was funny because when we had traveled over there before, uh, 
during the the courting stage, um, they got us two adjacent like suites, <laughs> you know, because they they knew. I don't know if they knew or they just assumed we wouldn't want to be in the same room with our kids because that's how they are. But yeah, so at least you know, you know, it's not you know that extreme. No, that's a legitimate question. Um, and so you, so you both decide, yeah, this is worth a year out of our lives. It's a free trip to China, right? And I have to do teach English for three days a week. That's great. Well, and you don't speak any. Chinese languages? None. Do you speak Korean? <laughs> <laughs> None. I'm going to try and learn. But. Could you test your English teaching skills on Jacques before yeah. you go? Because if you, <laughs> What are some of the words I can't say? Uh, All well, of them. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I think obfuscate is one of them. Yeah. Uh, who, who says that? Right. Yeah. right. Who says uh, uh, What was the uh, cousin? You say cousin a lot. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I add T's to a lot of things yes. that don't have that. Yep. You know, uh, philanthropy. Ooh. Yeah. See if go. I go really, really <laughs> slow. <laughs> just hooked on phonics. And out. for the next couple minutes, it's just Joe and AJ because I got to have a little lie down. <laughs> Phonetically. Uh, and, and, but you've also, did you both apply to the Obama Foundation? No, just me. Okay. And I didn't get it. Oh. Way to bring that up. Oh, hey. Gee, uh, we'll cut that. <laughs> no, I just, cut that. No, I just found out. They sent me an email. Uh, what was it, two days ago? Yeah, two days ago. Now, what, so the email from uh, regarding China, it wasn't the same thing, the same email that I keep getting from the prince. <laughs> from, uh, from Nigeria, Nigeria. Nigerian prince. No. It's not the same thing. Okay, no, because I got it in good with that guy. I don't want you cutting in. On did you my send him? T- did you send him the information he needed, dude? Do you know how much money he's willing to forward me? Yeah, I mean, yeah. five thousand to make fifty. Hello, yeah, hello. Why would you not? Exactly. You're Thank just you. losing money. <laughs> so, the bottom line is, uh, the Mass Pirates will probably need a different Arthur next year, and you may or may not be in the area to help with this. Yeah. And we're hoping you're not in the area for helping. And don't take that personally. Like I told him, it's like, you know, and I don't think you'll come back from China. Like, I, I think once you start traveling abroad, no, no, you, you both won't. Like, literally, <laughs> the expat <laughs> lifestyle is, is great. And you'll get opportunities that you didn't imagine existed. This, was, this is all the things I went down the list. On how I convinced her to, to do it, that's, just uh, it's pretty true. much verbatim. Be- because I, I, I never had a passport before we moved to Qatar, and then just traveling was so much fun. And like I said, like I was talking to AJ, and you didn't even know that the China AFL thing is still a thing. Yes, I did. No, I don't like how you tell lies okay. about me. <laughs> Joe, I'm can you help I'm me here. out? No, no, <laughs> I tell how I don't remember anything. <laughs> Tell them about the, the night we went out with John Hunt. Oh, right. Well, that would, we were also talking about a portion of your life, which was a little sketchy to begin with. <laughs> I think that was your, those were the lost years, according to you. What was it, 89 to 95? Uh, about, about 89 to 95 is gone. Yes. About 95 to 2002, 2003 is hazy. Mm-hmm. And then... We'll say 2003 to 2000 Grayson is, uh, is, is there, there's some patchwork that needs to be done with the drywall. But, but after that, it's like, so literally we went out with the, our old bass player and we were talking old stories. And I'd be like, oh, this and John would be like, 
Okay, well, that's mostly what happened. You had the right people in the right room, but that was in New York, not in... You were Fox News and he was CNN, essentially. <laughs> and it's not like... And here's the funny thing. I didn't exaggerate things. And in fact, like John keep pointing out, I was under-exaggerating things. It's like, <laughs> you know, I, I, I did get charged with inciting a riot at a club and I'm like, you know, I got charged with like assault and battery like four people and John's like, dude, there was nine. There was nine different people there and you broke that guy's back. I'm like, oh. You broke the guy's back? Yeah. It was, it's, uh, no, dude, it was one on nine. Literally I mean, that's fair, what, one on nine. And it's like, and, and when Dan tells the story, it's like, I got bum rushed, but I expected it. And so as I'm going back, I dropped, turned. And, and the whole thing with, with Krav is like, how, lo- how quickly can you get somebody down? It's not pretty. It's not. And it's that. And then there was a swarm. And then I got up and I, I said to Dan, it's like, yeah, you see that guy? He goes, yeah, but I saw the nine guys hitting you in the head. It's like, yeah, but that fucker didn't get up, you know? So I love all this inside talk. It takes us off of the awfulness in the world that you have on this list. <laughs> right. Okay, but now, what is with the cap? So uh, uh, because of the podcast, oh I got onto Twitter. And, and recently, I you're friended. welcome, world. <laughs> what what is with you forwarding it's all that It's an st- automatic thing. It is? Yes, it just happens. I don't do that. In my early Twitter days, right? So, long time ago. Okay, 2013. I didn't, I didn't get back on Twitter until you added me on there, and I was like, "Oh, should probably follow him mm-hmm. and pay attention to what he says in case he says more lies about me." Yeah, right. <laughs> Lots um, of lies are coming, and it's just an automatic thing. All and right. so, when you send it to me, I was like. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. You didn't even know that you no. were tweeting out the I've daily been, the daily Capricorn horoscope. Probably for oh. like three or four years now. You, right. You probably signed on to some website that yep. asked for your Twitter handle. and Yeah. Because I'm always like, you didn't strike me as this Nancy Reagan type needing the stars alignment on a daily basis to make. The, but I also just recently found out, like, you know, just... She followed me, and I think I followed back. Our dance coach is another one whose daily horoscope. Is oh, up well, there. that doesn't surprise me. Though. Yeah, no, that Monica doesn't surprise me. But yeah. when I saw yours, I'm like, yeah. hey, it just don't surprise you know. You don't come in here. It's like, well, I'm wearing purple today because the stars are in retrograde, and it's uh, That's it, it's a it's a total eclipse of a pagoda. That should be my. That should be my excuse for why red caps don't go as planned. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. So now, now that we got that, we'll get back to it. Uh, I don't know. Have you gentlemen seen the new Jurassic Park? No. New Jurassic World? No. 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 It, it, it's 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 great. You know, it's exactly what the previews give you. It's a it's it's a, a, a typical. I almost said Chris Pratt. No, no, don't. Is it Chris? Yes, yeah, Chris Pratt. Okay. You win. Okay. Uh, you know, there's, there's like one little, oh, that's an interesting little twist on this. But everything in the previews, if you watch the previews and somebody said, here's 120 pages, write the script. Yeah, you pretty much are going to get 118 pages dead on. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. I didn't say I wanted my money back on the way out. It was loud. There was dinosaurs. There was running. There was... Uh, Quirky little characters saying quirky little catchphrases. So there were motor bubbles. There was, there was all of that. Those and, are like the and, most interesting things. Yeah, they are. They're, they're like the only thing that I take away from the new <laughs> reboot is those those mo- those little hamster ball things that they all ride in. That's pretty cool. Um, I don't like how the Asian doctor became evil. That uh, that made me so. Oh, upset. in the first one, yeah. B, yeah. B, B 
B.J. Wong? B.D. Yes. Wong? B.D. Wong. B.D. Wong, who I loved on Law & Order, you know, mm-hmm. uh, not... Not as much as Blue Bloods, let's say, but it's still pretty. Does Bryce Dallas Howard's character have higher heels this no. time on which to run? <laughs> but on the upside, in the outtakes... Um, uh, uh, Wait a minute, they had outtakes? No, 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 oh, on, on the, the last movie. One. they like Chris Pratt like basically one day said, how hard can it be? You try it. And there's great footage of Chris Pratt on set trying to run in high heels. It's like, yeah, I'm going to break an ankle, fuck that. <laughs> so no, she, she, she doesn't go with that. So uh, my review is... It's okay. It's okay. exactly what you think, you know. Gun to your head, Solo or uh, Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom? What do you think? Which, the, which oh. is the better movie? Oh, well, to, like, I know, I know, it, I, I know. A really bad Star Wars movie is still a Star Wars movie. True. I know. Yeah, stupid, yeah, stupid you know? question. Yeah, I, I, I like like me some Star Wars. Joe, Joe, Joe cut that part out. Okay, Joe. <laughs> uh, no, because one one of the trivia questions because it was Star Wars Day at the Pirates this past week. Oh. Uh, yeah. Wait, wait. Did somebody show up like with a phaser right? Yeah, yeah. Thing? <laughs> like last minute, they threw a Darth Vader outfit on, um, a Stormtrooper outfit on, and a Han Solo. Han, was no, there a no, Robbie the Robot a, or something? A, a that, Jedi, just a regular Jedi. It was supposed to be Han Solo. Oh, all right. Well, know. fail. Um, and so I made one of the trivia questions. You know. Uh, based on when when was the first appearance of Boba Fett? You know, oh. hint, like most people pan this, but Carnival Personnel is a huge fan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, did you put our handle in there? I, you know, at Carnival Personnel, but it was it was up on the Jumbo Trot. That, that That's w- great. We're a big fan of the holiday uh, the holiday special. It was a question that only Jock would have been able to get, though. Yeah, well, you know, he's Not- got to hedge his bets. <laughs> and- uh, that and it was also. A me playing three dimensional chess because Jerry Thornton is a huge Star Wars guy, and when you tell him, "Oh, I like Star Wars," that's what he throws at you to see if you're really <laughs> a Star Wars guy. So I knew that, so I took a screen grab and I shot it to him just so we can be pals <laughs> on the Twitter. Uh, so, so, oh, did did something die? And not not just my will to live. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Why? I'm not hearing you. Hello. You probably unplugged something. You're not hearing me? There we go. Hmm. How did I unplug anything? I'm sitting over here minding my own business. You, I don't know. You are doing a lot of... I think maybe you tried to commit suicide. It was just like, <laughs> fuck this. <laughs> Jumped off. I don't want to listen to Jacques any more than his wife does. Uh, so so this week, um, are, are we doing our annual trip to the Stoven Wilmington uh, cheap-ass carnival? Sure. I get, oh, right. That's right. The 4th of July. Yeah. Yeah. So Wilmington's this town I grew up in, and it is uh, a little slice of heaven, 20 minutes north of Boston, and their biggest thing is the 4th of July. It's a tiny little town, but and they have that cheap-ass little carnival that, you know, people... I, I'm, I'm not seeing any lights on that. You won't. I won't. There haven't been lights on that the whole time. No, no. It, this this meter... So it's just my Tourette's that I'm using. Seeing, <laughs> See, look, there, there it is. Oh, hey, yeah, ho! There's lights. We're going to yell now so that Jacques can see the <laughs> lights. Okay. Next, it says on the list, punch you in the fucking face. So going to take care of that really quick, except I'll hurt myself. Get so. mine. <laughs> so what about you? Do you? Are you a fan, Mr. Price, of these cheap-ass put together in one day by drunken carnies a uh, little carnivals? Don't call our audience members <laughs> drunken. <laughs> But what say you on those things? As long as there's funnel cake. 
Yeah, I'm there. Well, okay. they don't. Do they call it funnel? Oh, yeah, it's funnel cake. Do you guys right? call it funnel cake up here? Uh, we fried dough. Fried dough. Fried dough is okay. a big thing up here. You know. Yeah. Um, and, and it is. It's like there was one in our town of Lowell a few weeks ago. And I'm dead serious. We were coming home from school about four o'clock, picking the you know the, the dream squashers up. And the next morning at nine, driving to school, it was there. And I don't mean one or two rides. I mean a whole giant. 15 rides with the giant pirate uh, ship that goes back and forth, the Steve Martin tilt the world, or, or was the, <laughs> the you yeah, know, deleted scene, the, 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 the whip thing and all that. And even the boys were like, oh my God, I can't believe you put that together in a day. It's like, yeah, I can't <laughs> believe that you're, you know, that I'm willing to let you ride on that, you know, because like I always tell them, I'm too old to make another one. I got to make sure you guys last. It's a good thing you don't watch Good Morning America during the summer because every week there seems to be some sort of like horrible news report of some ride going haywire somewhere across the country, whether it be due to wind or failure or whatever. Laziness. Yeah. I, and and it, it uh, what's that ruins it all? Like, is that the, who's the, who's the guy that has that show, Ruins Everything? He oh, Adam Ruins. Adam thing. It wasn't him, but I just the other day saw, and it was a science guy. It was a young Bill Nye kind of wannabe, but he went through all these carnival games showing you. It's like the statistical possibilities. He brought in like a professional, a, a picture from the Mets to show you how these skill games really work and how they don't. And then he went through and he investigated, reported, like, you know, went behind the red curtain and took pictures of the boxes of the stuffed animal, went on eBay, found out how much they are. And it's like, so even if you win on your first try for $3, this cost 45 cents on eBay. So you have taken in $15 <laughs> and given away 50 cents worth of crap. So it's a profit deal. That takes all the pressure off. So I think what you're saying is that you have better odds of hitting a Royal Flush in Vegas yes. than getting a stuffed Alf doll at a carnival. Uh, I watched Alf this week. I actually watched Alf this week. Do you even know what Alf is? Hey, Willie! Yeah. Yeah, it's the... It looks like... Uh, ha! I kill me! I know what it is. I can't explain He's what, a puppet. what it is. Yeah, it, yeah. it's like this looks like an aardvark. Thank you. Uh, he's an alien. He's from the planet Melmac. <laughs> See, this is the world. He eats cats. <laughs> yeah. Cats. <laughs> yeah that, that, this whole episode was about the family cat had died, and they tried to get a funeral in the backyard, but they didn't want Elf to know where he was, so he wouldn't go <laughs> dig up the, the cat. The carcass. And then eat it. That, that was... 82? 83? No, 86. That late? Yeah, it was like 86 to 89. Wow. And then it had a, they had an animated series, of which I have the entire run on Is DVD it in this somewhere. room? I, it might be. <laughs> it might be. This, this is Actually, why I this the reason I said Alf doll, I did win an Alf doll one year <laughs> at a carnival, and it's upstairs in the attic somewhere. Why is it in the attic? Why is it not over the mantle in a frame? You know what? Now I'm questioning everything I do in life. Um, <laughs> All of my decisions are fraught with just misery. Joe actually was – and Ellen asked me to post it. She goes – and I'm like, I know it's online. Joe actually won big on Wheel of Fortune 2006? No, 2012. Was it? Oh, where was 20, Grayson? Um, you guys were flying in from Boston. Okay. I ironically, had the boys with me. Ironically, the day that I fly out to California, where Jacques was living at the time, to tape Wheel of Fortune, Jacques was flying back from Boston, <laughs> where he was visiting because he was staying an extra week to watch the Patriots lose that year, I believe. No. no, no. Oh, did they win? It was 2011? 2012. It was 2012. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so... 
the funny thing is, so he doesn't know anybody there except you know my wife, who's like his audience friend, who comes running up after. And what and what does say Jack say? Uh, he she's either a really good friend or he owes her a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so what, what? What? Why did you bring that up? I, well, that was a minute ago. I don't have any recall. Oh, of yeah, I forgot. Okay, so we are going to go to the Wilmington Carnival this week. Oh, how long? As long as it's 97 degrees and muggy. When do you leave? Sarah? Monday. Yeah. Oh. Monday morning at 530 in the Ooh. morning. Wow. Yeah. You driving her or is it an Uber thing? It's an Uber thing. It's looking like... <laughs> We'll see how the rest of the weekend goes. It might be an Uber. Is you available? You want to drive to Franklin? Make an extra to dirty. To yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> now that we had some fun, we, we won't talk the awful too much, but we do have to talk the awful a little bit. Um, I don't want to seem like a defeatist and like all doom and gloom, but we are completely fucked for the next 40 years. And there's no ifs, ands, and buts about it. We are 100% fucked for the next 40 years because after Judge Roberts made sure that there were six votes that went down this week, all of them which went against the little guy or average people or decent human beings, um, one of them being upholding the Muslim ban. And it's not a Muslim ban even though, you know, Donnie Two Scoops flat out says, we need a complete Muslim ban. Uh there he goes, band. Yeah. It's a ban. Is that what band? B-A-N. There, there you go. Okay. Um, it's a shorter word, so it's easier. It to should use. be easier. <laughs> but, it, but it's like, how how do you not say that the country that's founded on religious freedom and and freedom from religion can arbitrarily say, yeah, these people, you know, can't come here for this? I mean, and then he steps down, and of course, Mitch, who. Truly, if we were on the other side of the fence, he is a rock god on, like, Reagan status. Because what he did, stealing that Supreme Court seat, when I think Obama had 280-plus days left in his administration, and now it's 140 days to the midterm election, and he's saying, nope, completely a different thing. We're going to fill it. And you know it's going to be filled with the most Christian, fundamentalist, absolute wingnut, Info Wars dick. Am I wrong? No. Or you're thinking maybe maybe the, the Fox News Janine what's her name? Janine Judge Janine. I think right, she's right. like the <laughs> prime candidate. No, why are you laughing? Because literally, because it makes he's, because because it he's going to be living in, he's going to be living in China in yeah, about a year, yeah. and he's like, "Fuck you, people!" <laughs> so you guys got to get over. I am out of here. Get established and make room for all of us. But, yeah. but here's the thing: put in a good word for and, us. And and we keep saying this: like they don't fucking care how history is because. The tide will turn at one point. People will finally ride in the street over this shit, as we should. Um, but but at one point or another, history is going to look back at all these decisions and say, yeah, you were really fucking up. But they're going to be dead for 50 years, so what the fuck do they care? Thoughts? Honestly, like my, my only worry is, is the World Cup's going to be here in 2026. Right. And half the people coming to the World Cup won't be able to... Enter the country. Well, it, and that's a, that's the thing. It's like because uh, you had that, you've had that in recent Olympics, wasn't it? I want to say fencing, wasn't it? The 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 semifinals of fencing and, and the females, where the Saudi Arabian fencer wouldn't fence. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And it's one of those things. Like you know, Qatar is not like those other countries, but we're going to see what happens because Saudi Arabia just this week basically said we're getting ready to come and take you. Is is what they've come out and said, um, 
but that's a, that's one of those things. You know, we are right now at a war of words. You know, we all the rapists who come from Mexico, and then all the um, like Canada burning down the White House in the War of eighteen twelve. Uh, it's because the World Cup isn't coming to America; it's coming to North America. So it's a partnership between Mexico, Canada, and, and the U.S. And we are not making friends with anybody. I wouldn't be surprised if people wouldn't be coming from other countries for the World Cup in twenty twenty six out of protest against the United States. Do you know? Like there might be some countries be like that country is so far out of whack and the you know, crimes against humanity that they've committed over the last 10 years or, what, you know, 2026. What's the math? Quick uh, math. No, uh, but that's the thing. It, Eight I mean, years. Just blow this get. I mean, I can't even come. I don't, I can't even fathom, but his popularity rate is, it is what it is, you know, with his base. I mean, he is literally the president of 24% of America, but 50% of America doesn't vote. Mm-hmm. And it's a 50-50 split between, you know, people like us and, you know, people who worship Fox News. Yeah, so I mean, just think about it. Trump is going to be in his fourth term. Right. <laughs> no, I mean, he's flat out has said, like, Trump. That, that he wants to, oh, uh, when, when, when Johnny the prime yeah. minister. Like, he's, he was, that's a good idea. Maybe we should look into that. Yeah. I, and, he's, and he has said other things like that. So, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Will they come here? You know, would people, or, or, or just FIFA say, you know what, we're going to keep it in Mexico and Canada? I mean, no, because it's supposed to make $11 billion for FIFA. FIFA's not going to turn that down. No, but they would do well in Mexico and Canada. Not $11 billion. And if Qatar has a World Cup and Russia has a World Cup, do you really think FIFA's. Really looking at the human rights aspect. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. FIFA doesn't care. So, but, you know, they would go to Klingon, I think. (laughs) And so, I mean, this is just the awfulness we live in. Again, yesterday, another mass shooting at a newspaper. And it's hard not to say when you have somebody for the last two years referring to newspapers as the enemy of the people. Mm -hmm. And you have a spokesperson for the NRA saying that. Reporters should be curb stomped. Right. I mean, and and then here's here's is it the best thing or the worst thing? It happens, and immediately as it happens, Sean Hannity says this is because of Maxine Water. Like instantly comes right out on his radio show and says, "Oh, this is this is how how do you how do you fucking draw the correlation between the two of them?" He doesn't know how to improvise. Is I mean, that what he really it is? Didn't have a lot of time to think <laughs> okay. it through. You know, his word association. But, is... but I, I couldn't follow up past the headline. How does he draw a correlation between the two? Do either one of you guys know why he said, you know, do, do, you, do you know? Uh, Sarah, this is, your, this is your this is your wheelhouse. Oh, this is this is Sarah's time to shine. Do, is, do, you, do you want to sit this here? This is her and, wheelhouse. And, 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 I don't think she wants to sit in uh, your chair. Didn't. You know, I don't know. I thought you were... Pointing at your lap, I was like, "Come on, Jack. no, I'm, no, I'm hey, right here. It's not Christmas, <laughs> right, right here. You know? <laughs> I give you a trap door. Whoa, <laughs> wacky old Santa, at it again. Uh, but that's the kind of stuff they're like. How do you combat batshit crazy? And and so, so we're going to talk about sport in a second. But but here here's here's the unfunny funny thing. Um, my niece graduates. Uh, I don't know, Bentley. Um. Bridgewater. Bridgewater. Oh, Bridgewater. Bridgewater. <laughs> My son got into DeVry. What do you do? Open the door? <laughs> Can't you let me have this? <laughs> uh, but but so, and she had her big graduation party this past Sunday. And I sent AJ some pictures. So my brother-in-law is from Columbia. And again, you know, uh, 
you know, he's one of the people who came over here on a uh, on a college on a on a student visa. Never went to school. Took him twenty years plus years to get a citizenship. He has a good company, and a lot of his guys, you know, um, a similar status at at one point. So we're watching. My my niece is having her her big party, and it's one of those things where. Um, her boyfriend is black, and half of his friends were there from his football team. She's half Colombian. My sister's best friend and, and best friends with her, you know, it's a gay couple. And then all of the workers, you know, from Guatemala and Honduras and, and Colombia, my two cousins whose four children are first generation from Colombia, and they're watching the game, and it's exciting and it's great. And here's my mom loving it, loves all these people. She truly loves all these people. And she's taking videos and she's laughing. And when the goal goes, the whole house explodes. And it's great. And it it's it's troubling because my mom watches Fox News. And it's like the fact that she, you know, one of the guys that she loves that has worked with my brother-in-law for maybe 15, 16 years has a one to two-year-old, like, little daughter. I don't know his status and his wife's status, but... I, I can't not see this girl and think, oh, you could wind up in a cage. You could wind up being torn away. And the thing is, I can't have, and, and Joe knows, I can't even have a civil conversation you know, with my parents and say, hey, how do you not look around this room? How do you not look at, you know, she has seven grandchildren, um, you know, two are first generation uh, to our second generation. My mother-in-law was a North Korean refugee to South Korea, immigrated here. How do you look around this room and say, you know, gay, this, that, and, and at the same time say, oh, yeah, I'm okay with these Supreme Court, you know, hearings. I'm okay with, well, not your kids going, you know, in a cage. I wouldn't want his kids being dragged away. But, well, uh, did you figure it out? Okay, here. <laughs> Somebody yeah, smart's going to talk. Hey, this is Sarah. And Justice Kennedy is the one that authored the decisions, um, three big decisions for gay rights and the decision that made gay marriage um, a right. So, yeah, this is a huge loss. And NPR said the other day, it's the end of the world as we know it. It, it, No, Mm. wait, stay here, stay here. Is that overstating it? So here's the other thing. You are the first female on the podcast. Uh, Wait God, a second. God's honest. Oh, on the new po- waters. They tried not to let me in, but I smashed <laughs> the glass ceiling. We're in a basement. She did a one of the boys kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She, she doesn't even know the movie I'm referencing. <laughs> she's Go the on. quarterback. Is that no? She's one of the one. Just one of the guys. Oh right, right. Okay. Uh, never mind. Go no, ahead. no, I know that one. But Go I, ahead. I, I, I'm a big Helen Hunt fan. I'll stick with. Isn't that like the Helen Hunt where she was the quarterback? Yes. Okay. That's, isn't that necessary reference? That that was um oh, no that was no. Um, um Kelly uh Oh, the, uh, Kathy Ireland. Okay. Are yeah, you okay. confusing your female quarterback driven <laughs> movies? <laughs> I think I am. Uh no, but but it's not funny, but I got into a discussion with management 15 years ago during during uh, W's time in the office. And I said, yeah, within the next like 10 to 15 years Roe versus Wade goes away. They've not ever relented for one second on this. And and again, it's like, you know, they stole 
and, and you can go back. Like Nixon stole the election, you know, with, with, with the Vietnam thing. That, you know, that Reagan, his, his deal with the Ayatollah stole that election. Obviously, and, and this is, we had W as president because that's 100% a stolen election. Same thing with this. Like, they can't win without cheating. Their numbers are going down and down, but at the same time, they are stacking the courts. You know, Sarah, does it scare you as a woman, um, you know, as yourself and as future parents, like, how awful the next 20 years can be with this? Uh, and, and do you have any insight, being a politically driven person, um, how to make the blue wave an actual real thing? Well, yes, it is pretty scary. Um, I mean, unions just lost a lot of their clout politically. Um, you know, the freedom of speech won over healthcare professionals' right to inform patients about their right to get an abortion or contraceptives. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm scared for our future, but, I mean, there are some silver linings. For example, I think her name is Alexandra Cortez. I'm probably going to mess up her name, but she just won in the Bronx, um, so that's pretty inspiring. You know, she's 28. She's a new person. She had political Democratic money against her, and she's still kind of one to represent the people. So, you know, I think we're at a crossroads where hopefully history books are going to look back and say, you know, this was the big, um, the last big, strong, conservative stronghold. And then we're going to get newer people in office that are going to change the climate and the color scheme of who's representing us. You know, the problem is nobody's paying attention to how many federal lifetime appointments. I think they're up to 100 federal judges, but this will, this will be the second Lotus appointee for life. And he will appoint somebody who's 35, 40 years old, who honestly will be in there when you and I probably are doing the dirt nap. Me and hopefully, you. Yes. Hopefully. You right. Know, you know, together. You know, kind of a Delman Louise thing. You get, you get my <laughs> vibe here. You know. Um, oh, Lordy. All right. So the last awful thing I wanted to bring up. Please. Uh, so I was thinking about, like, you know, the kids in the cages thing. And I remember just before I left Qatar, my friend Farid, uh, he is an executive producer with Al Jazeera. And I, it, this is not my pick of the week. This is not my movie pick of the week. I wanted to get the name right, so I, 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 I text him. So close, so far away. It's a documentary about the Vietnam airlift, which the U.S. government came up with this thing called the Vietnam Airlift. The Viet Cong was coming in, and these were the orphan children of Vietnam people who died in the war that we had to get out of Vietnam before the Viet Cong came and killed them all. And it was this humanitarian thing. It got a lot of press. They sent kids to Canada, kids to the United States, kids to Australia. And what it was, and the great thing about this documentary, it was put together by a Vietnam girl who was sent to Australia who wanted to find her Vietnam roots, and she goes back and finds out that, no, her parents were alive, and then starts unraveling this. And they have the four-star general who was in charge of this, who was like flat out, like I don't know if you call him a whistleblower, but it's flat out, well, the press at home was so bad, you know, we didn't meet our objectives. We needed a way to stay in the war. We came up with this as a PR scheme. We this this history of stealing children for political clout. And the thing is, we're not talking this is in the twenties. This is eighteen hundreds. This is you know, way back when, which didn't make anything less awful. 
But this is in the past 40 years. We were stealing children. Uh, fun fact, the first airlift, uh, the plane crashed because of mal- uh, a mechanical error. Not that it got shot down. 250 plus kids, gone. But this airlift that went on for a couple years, stealing thousands of children from people who were still alive just because we needed a reason to stay there. So, And the same thing with this. This was supposed to rally the base. This was red meat for his base. I can't get the wall. Fuck it. I'm, people come here for for. Amnesty. It's not like you caught them coming through the border, you know, it was with the coyotes and all that kind of stuff. People who showed up legally seeking amnesty. Okay, we're throwing you in jail and we're taking your kids and scene. Joe Joe's looking at me like I have depression issues and I <laughs> and I let you come back every I was week. Checking my watch to see if the uh, rickety stool and rope <laughs> store might still be open by the time I'm done with the podcast. I'm just happy that you don't have a garage that you can park the car in and let the engine purr you to sleep. <laughs> you know. Um, nope. Nope. Not in Trump's America. <laughs> All right. No. So on that I'm Happy not. I'm, note. I'm, 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 I'm not even talking the last awful thing. I'm just crossing Good. out because it's awful. We're, 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 we, uh, we've we, we've, we've uh, taken up so much time with happy stuff at the beginning. We front loaded with all that happiness. Now we and, and and so because you know AJ is such. Oh, you know we're going to get to that because AJ needed his skittles and chips. We went way over budget. So hopefully you've come. The marketing team has come <laughs> up with <laughs> the defunct sponsor of the week, and hopefully it's not democracy. All right, so now we're going to talk sport. And, and again, we have a, in, a former NCAA athlete here to... to I don't want to brag. Oh, you weren't talking to I do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, yeah, Joe and I are synchronized swimmers, which is very difficult because I don't swim. <laughs> I, I said that to a lady one day, and she looked at me. It might have been the most like racist look I've ever gotten in my life. She's the nicest lady in the world. But we were at... We were at the, Th- those we were are the, the best the, the best people. We were at the Capital One Bowl and we were sitting there and it was me it was me Deontay, who was my roommate, who's six six three fifty, right? And my buddy Jack, who's like six eight, three fifty. And she goes, What do you guys do? I said, Oh, we're swimmers. <laughs> <laughs> oh see. She gave you a what you talking about Willis look? <laughs> right. Like, are you? And I'm just I felt I was offended. I was like, yeah. That is awesome. And she goes, you guys. And I was like, yeah, we can't be swimmers. She goes, well, you guys are big. <laughs> uh, and in my head, I'm like, that's the B word you yep, want to use. Yep. Oh. <laughs> you guys are big. <laughs> no, the, the, like my, my favorite racism is when people have no idea. You know, I mean, even, you know, and, and again, it's like, 
gosh, I hope my mother never listens to this. But <laughs> one day, like, we were at a friend's pool, and my management's, like, best friend was there, and he's a gay guy who's, like, you know, watching kids swim. And my mom's like, they're so good with kids. They're just, they're just so, and it's like, she, in her head, she, she, she gets mad when you, when you point out things like that. But it's like, she's 75, how am I going to say, when you say they before anybody, that, that, that's not, you know, um. You know, so I, I won't go down that rabbit hole. But yeah, I thought we were look, talking sports. To look, yes, okay. So let's get right into it. Uh, do you want to start with World Cup or cricket? Let's go with cricket. Okay. <laughs> Tell me how cricket is in baseball, but slower and more boring. Well, when you put it like that, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's so much more entertaining. I could sit here for an hour and explain cricket to you. Joe, what you got time? No, actually, no. No, I gotta run. That you know, rickety stool and rope store. <laughs> you gotta build that garage to park the yeah, car. I, I, yeah, I have kind of a pickup thing going on there. It's not though. There's so much more going on. It, it, is there? Yeah. There's two people moving. There's multiple people moving, and in in cricket, you can't just stand there and just count the blades of grass in the grass. In baseball, depending on where you're at, and depending on who's pitching. You're sitting there for a while doing nothing. Hey, 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 I take offense to that. Jacques' son plays baseball, <laughs> and he is working on his dance moves like I've nobody seen, else. He's flossing like nobody's <laughs> Right, <business>. seriously. I've <laughs> seen these videos. Are uh, <laughs> they epic? They oh, by crack the way, me up. By the way, so how many games of cricket have you watched, Jacques? Uh, you know, it's funny that, Funny you should ask. <laughs> uh, second plug. Uh, and, and what was interesting is I have seen a few in person, pick up cricket games because I was telling AJ, Fridays in Qatar, the world is shut down before early afternoon. But at six, seven o'clock, any vacant field, you will have, you know, 50, you know, you know, Indians, and I mean Indians and and Pakistani guys, like just getting together, having pickup cricket games, and it's and it's fun. It's you know you have to be done playing by like ten or you're dead. A.M. <laughs> uh, A.M. Right? Yes, exactly. But that's the thing. It's like there's only is it is it one base that you run back and forth to? There are no bases. Well, all right. So you have the two wickets, which are. Wicked, each other. Which, my favorite play. And, oh, I was going to say my favorite Ewok. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> which are across from each other, and then that's what you run between to acquire points. But it's not like in baseball where you have to stop. If for some reason the ball hasn't been fielded, you could go as long as So it's like a Ewok. game of solitaire pickle, essentially. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Now, what is the average runtime of a cricket game? So it depends. Test matches go, like, those are what you hear about when cricket games go days. Yeah. Those go on for days. Now, granted, they're not playing full through the day. They have their tea breaks, but, which I find uh, But, like, awesome. a four-hour, five-hour? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They could be five, six-hour, depending on when it starts, and then they go till dark. And then the next day, they'll pick it back up until the innings are up. Like, I I'm thinking even when I was in my 20s. There's nothing I want to do for six hours straight. Didn't they have a tennis match a couple of years ago that went overnight? Like it was like a pro tennis match, and they had to wrap because the sun was going down. Yeah, it was it the up. the big American dude was in it. I forget right. it. Isner. Oh yeah, Isner was in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. And so, okay, so how many like how many outs are there? It's like, it, it, why does it take four days to play a game? Ten. Ten. So you have ten batters, and so you either if you bat first, the innings are you either have 
innings, your innings limit, or you have your batter limit. So if you're playing, so most popular is T20, so it's 20 innings, right? So your team is done batting when those 20 innings are up or all 10 of your people are bowled out or wicked it out. I'll say it. Is this a rib? <laughs> is this a guy in the office telling me? Have you? Do you? <laughs> you're, 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 you're young. Do you know who Bill Cosby? Not Bill Bob Cosby. Newhart. Bob Newhart. Wow. Bob Newhart you. is no. Okay, you have to listen. Bob Newhart, fifty-eight, has sir, a routine. Sir, you know who Bob Newhart is? Okay. Did your dad introduce he was you in to the Bob Santa Newhart? Claus. He was. Who was he in the Santa Claus? He was the no. He was an elf. elf. He was Alf's he was, father. He, he was. He oh, was. Oh yeah, father. Okay, yeah, okay. I know that. In the late fifties, he had a stand-up routine that I highly like recommend. He's an executive. His whole stick was one-sided phone call, so you just hear him. So he's on the phone. He's an executive at Parker Brothers, and let's say Albert Doubleday called today. Abner Doubleday. Alden Doubleday. Or Apple Doubleday. I will kill you <laughs> if I didn't love you so much. I love you so much, I wish I had a knife. <laughs> Anyways, and so he's on the phone, and he's like, okay, three strikes is an out, four balls is a walk. No, no, you know, he goes, three strikes is, a, is an out, and three balls. No, no, oh, four balls. Why, why, why four balls? <laughs> Nobody's ever asked you that before. <laughs> and then at one point, he's like, you know, um, you know, going through the rules. And then at one point, he just goes, is this a rib? Is this a guy, one of the guys in the office making a phone call? Well, okay, so what was the movie about the, um, the baseball executive who goes to India to find, like, he's like, oh, my God, these guys pitch 100 oh, yeah. miles um, an hour. Oh, you're talking about The Scout with Albert Brooks? Oh, no, you're talking about a real movie. A, re- a, a real, real movie. A real oh, movie. Yeah. About what really happens to this guy. He was like a washed-up agent, and he's watching, falls asleep and wakes up and, like, um, your beloved, like, 11 Sport Network must be on, and they're playing cricket, and he hears that these pitchers can pitch up to, like, 100-plus miles an hour. So he's decides I'm going to salvage my career and get on a plane and go to India and have open tryouts to try to get these kids to come here and pitch. Million dollar arm. Did you see it? I looked it up. Yeah. Oh. Ah. It's good? No. Is it it's real? A, it's it's a real, real story? So yeah, they played for the Pirates, I think. Okay. So almost pro baseball. Almost. <laughs> almost. It is Pittsburgh. And, and how 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 fast can these guys pitch? Uh they were these the two guys that ended up Playing, we're throwing like a hundred. And like is it? I'm stupid. Night. Is this overhand pitching in cricket or underhand pitching? It's or it's overhand. Okay, but you can't like. There's a certain amount of like arm bend you can have, so oh. like, you can't just go. There's no wind and up. throw it like you're throwing in dodgeball. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. But it's like a over, like a singular motion kind yeah. of thing. Oh, so you have like you have fast bowlers who do like they run like. 30 yards just to get full. Oh, right, right, right. So so the pitchers get a head start. That's like Bugs yes. Bunny. Yes. Watch me perplex yes. this palooka with a perfectly perfunctory, <laughs> precise pitch. And he like winds up back to like the backstop. <laughs> and then walks. And then... I'll perplex him with my slow ball. One, two, three strikes, you're out. Have you played cricket? Once in a pickup game in Atlanta. Or no, was it Atlanta? No, Chicago. I was, we were in Chicago for my dad's bachelor party. And we were walking out of Dave & Buster's, and in the parking lot, there was a cricket game going on. In the parking lot? In the parking lot. Uh, what, so is, are there, like, concrete posts that they set up for the wickets? No, they had wickets. So I'm not sure. How, I thought wickets went into the ground. They do, but you have, they have like, stands that you can use, too. Oh, okay. So they have, like, like stands yeah, that you can put like on the concrete. Yeah. Okay. Right. And, and, and who, who was playing? Who were these guys? 
they were of uh I don't I don't want to say they're Indian and them not being Indian, but Okay. All right. One of those. And they play cricket <laughs> they so <write>. well. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean those people? What do you mean those people? <laughs> you mean those people? <laughs> easy easy easily one of the funniest exchanges. So oh, Tropic Thunder, oh my yeah, God. The best. We, we we do that all the time. <laughs> we just reference like movies and we must do that at least once every two or three parts. My wife and I that 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 whole movie, but that whole scene is just absolutely the best. Yes. Um, uh, such an underrated movie. I wish it did yes. a lot better. And we should do a podcast on that. We have it over there. That movie was in development for like 10 years, and they couldn't get it funded. And it's like they had all these people attached, and it was such a passion project for all of them. And so many of them were like, fuck it, I'm doing it for scale. And I, Tom just, Cruise is fantastic. I was in just it. about to say that. Unpopular opinion. That might be his best movie. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Risky Business and that are, Rain his, Man. are his two oh. best, three best movies without a gun. Like, I hate Tom Cruise, <laughs> but Mission Impossible movies are awesome. They, they, are. they are. I love Simon Pegg. Like, and not in 100%. the way that you would think. I would marry him in a heartbeat. You would peg Simon. I, 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 seriously. 100%. No, no, no hesitation at all. Um, okay, so now let's get into the World Cup. Um, it, so Joe and I, like we've talked about it, and I was, yeah, I don't give a fuck. And especially with Team USA being out of it, I really don't give a fuck. But truly... You know, having watched the game with my brother-in-law the other day, and not him, but having a room full of people, it was absolutely, like, the best feeling. Like, better than a Patriot game for me, honestly, because I'm so tense. And I'm so – and the funny thing is, so I was watching the game the other day, and my niece, who I love so much, it was great to see my mother's a a whacked sports nut. You know, I have seriously serious issues, but it's generational. My niece was on the verge of throwing up the entire... And after the game, she's a great athlete. And this is in the middle of the afternoon. She's like, I got to go take a nap. And she was like, she was so exhausted. That's fun. Sarah had that experience since she's been here, too. Not taking a nap, but she's grown in her appreciation for soccer because of the World Cup. Who's your team? The U.S. is out. Yep, I feel like I'd be a traitor if I root for Mexico. <laughs> well, because they're all rapists. <laughs> um, so I think Bel- Belgium's my Belgium's really? my pick. Yeah. Okay, so Belgium Belgium's is pl- my pick. Belgium's playing. Who do they do? They play Japan. Is Japan next? So yeah, don't Belgium, look at me when you're asking Belgium, any World Cup Belgium, question. Belgium, Japan, England, Colombia, and, and Japan. Could you tell our friend oh my Biff God. how Japan got into the uh, the round of sixteen? Japan got into the round of sixteen because they had. Less yellow cards than Senegal did. Hey, a win's a win. <laughs> they, won't, they go by points, and then was it most it's goals? Points, goals for, then the goal difference, and then if all that's tied, they go to discipline. Who, and Whoever then it, had less yellow and cards. And then it's alphabetical oh, order. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Biff, they had less yellow cards. The irony. I want to bring up something that, <laughs> see, the yellow, know. right. I want to bring up something that I saw in the news. I saw on Twitter last night. I guess two Telemundo sportscasters or morning uh, personalities were suspended because because of their coverage of the World Cup. I guess Mexico played South Korea or beat South Korea. They made the slanty eye motion on television. God's honest truth. And then 
I'm reading further down the article, and it's the Twitter feed, so there's a bunch of like people replying to it. Somebody replied with the image of like a Mexican gather. It was like a gathering of like Mexican people, like in a bar or something. And every one of them mugging for the camera did the slanty eye thing. Like there had to have been like 15 people. Uh, I, so I don't know if it was on the podcast that you listened to, but just recently, my wife, who was, you know, at, at a work function. Uh, nanny for these crazy rich people and a woman just walked right up to her ask her you know where's she from and she always says uh i'm american oh because you look kind of yellow and it's like like flat Whoa. out flat, and it's like the third time no by the way you misphrased the question it's not where are you from yeah because that's what well, i would right, ask right. you right it's what are you what are you <laughs> and, and, and she was at a different work function for the same crazy rich people who are having a party, and some woman goes, oh, you're from Lowell? A lot of Cambodians live in Lowell. Are you Cambodian? And then the other one, just recently, that, that I, I will never not love this. We call CarMax, because we're going to get rid of her mom's car, and it's been parked for a year, and last minute her mom wants to go, and her it, her she has uh, semantic dementia, so she doesn't, she's losing language, and she speaks more Korean now. And I have no idea if even her Korean's going. And she decides she wants to go. So I call CarMax. I'm like, I really, really doubt it. But any chance anybody works here, because 50, 100 people work there, who speak Korean, is like, no, but somebody here speaks Chinese. And and I'm like, wait, is it Mandarin? Oh, yeah? No, it's still not Korean. I wish is what I had said. But yeah, so. I've gotten that question from, like, African people that I've met, though. Like, they just, they. Yeah, you know, African people. You'll get from those shithole countries. They'll they'll just be like, "Well, where are you from?" Yeah, I'm from here. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, well, we sometimes forget that we sometimes forget that the rest of the world is fucking racist, (laughs) like super (laughs) racist. So bad. Until I lived in Qatar, and you realize, oh my god, you got. I mean, in all honesty, like. Because you're American, you are the top of the fucking food chain. They live for you. Anything white after that, Asian, they, they like the, how they treat like Indians. Um, I'd say second class citizen, but they'd have to work really hard to come up to second class citizen. But with Asians, they don't like, except for South for Koreans. They love Koreans. So they love my wife because, oh, Korean. And American, bingo. But like Chinese, Japanese, and stuff like that, they are, and not bashful about it. Right. Not even a little bashful about it. Yeah. It's like, they'll, they'll just tell people, you know. Where do Portuguese fall on that? You know, <laughs> I don't realize if I've had any Portuguese people. Um, they didn't even make right. <laughs> like, we, like, we, we were we were like U.S. in the World Cup this year. We didn't make it. We when, the, when, when, when the Indians in Qatar talk about Pakis, they you are you are Indians, <laughs> Indians. <laughs> uh, you know, as far as far as that goes. No, but it, you feel a little less awful. Except we're not supposed to be as awful as everybody else. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, I know, I know. Uh, okay, so let's get back to the World Cup. So. I'm obviously pulling for Japan, you know, because it's a rooting interest because of my buddy. Uh, and I think it's a great story. Funny thing is, so uh, so Mexico loses its last game, but Japan wins. And it's like, and the same thing with Mexico. It's like all the Mexican people, they were making that thing. But they were happy that Japan, because Japan won, Mexico ends up like, you know, getting, you know, um, 
so it's so you know management again like a lot of friends from LA who are Mexican were like you know yeah we love Japan now it's like it's like no no Korea 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 beat Germany they beat Germany Germany hasn't missed the World Cup since '54 mm-hmm. um, for somebody they who hates the sport they do this though I like, know. every time they win a tournament and it's a, it's a trend with the last couple of teams who have won every time every time the team wins the next World Cup they're out in the group stage. Huh. And it's just in Germany, just has a history of just being bad after they win something. And so, yeah, like World War One, they were pretty horrible. <laughs> no, World War Two, you are right. Um, so, so here's the other thing about now. Now, here's the downside of soccer. It's like it's it's the diving. It's just awful. Yeah. It's just and and my my favorite wormhole to go down is like when you good diving soccer videos and there are guys. No one's near him within ten feet, and they are Greg Luganis. I mean, just and then they rock and they're holding what their uvula, like you know, they they're death, and then they get up and like run, sprint like, full speed, full speed. You know, oh wait, no yellowker. Oh, I better get up and start running back into the play. That, but I also will will say this: I have no no remorse throwing this out there. I will stand by this one hundred percent. Hands down, the best looking athletes in the world are, are soccer players. It's yes. like I'm watching it the other day. Male models, every one running, of them, like running all over the place. 90 minutes later, like the amount of product that they put in their hair. Because I'm dead serious. We're watching the Colombian game the other day, and there's a guy who's getting subbed out with like two minutes left in it. Looked like he just was walking onto a photo shoot, not coming off watch, the pitch. Watch the France game, right? Olivier Giroud, the dude's hair just doesn't move. He heads the ball more than anybody on the field. Doesn't move. I was going to say, they put that, all that product doesn't in the hair move. so that they're... It's like a helmet. Look after, no, they should get a strap. It could look, it could look good after a header, you know? <laughs> but it's, it's serious. Like, like, even in high school, it's like I worked... You know, my summer workout partners for two years were, you know, these two brothers play soccer. Both of them, it's like, they, they don't... None of them lifted weights ever, but they were all just absolute Adonis, like, you know, just chiseled, like, head to toe. It's like, yeah, you know what? I live at the gym. I eat right. Fuck you. How dare... <laughs> like, I ran every day. I skated every day. I lifted every day. And I'm like, they have bodies of Greek gods. I got the body of a Greek guy. But you're an American, you fat American. <laughs> Back then I was. Back then I was in pretty good shape. Oh, but, yeah. like, standing next to these guys, yeah, he might as well have been Newman from Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, so, so we got that. Okay. Now we're going to get back to football a little bit. You were wide receiver, yes. American football. For maybe, those maybe, of maybe, you. maybe, maybe, maybe I should ask your better half. Uh, do you know why wide receivers are all a bunch of divas? Do you know? Like, am I wrong or a wide receiver? Like, don't I want to like hear. I want to hear her answer this okay. question based on my knowledge of her knowledge of football. <laughs> okay, it's very minimal disclaimer, but because they catch the ball and then run it into the end zone. Okay. If they do, That's the exact but somebody has to throw them the ball. I somebody think has to quarterbacks for them. might be a little bit more oh, no. divas. No, are you, okay, put anybody, put anybody on To's level. Is he the most diva-ish of diva? How about Randy Moss, who I love? I love Randy Moss, but come the fuck on, man. Well, it's hard for a quarterback to do an end zone celebration. Let's just put it that, that way. That's you know, true. we have to have somebody who has... we are. We are the entertainment value on the field. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, That's why we're out there. like Odell Beckham, my favorite. Here's my favorite thing about Odell Beckham. He has parlayed one amazing catch into. I was against the Cowboys. Too. Into 50 commercials. Now, 
Okay, remember that was a playoff game, right? Mm. No, regular season. But so, they won that game, right? No, no they lost no. that game. But yet that one catch but in a regular was, season game. That was the equivalent of like an alley-oop and one. Because that was a pass interference call and it was a touchdown. It mm. was a dagger. But how many? But they didn't win. Like they he's lost still, that game. He's still a good receiver. His antics take away from like the game. Oh, I forget who who they were playing. I want to say it was the Eagles. The kicking net? And they no, but the Eagles brought a sledgehammer onto the field. <laughs> oh, right. For him. Right. And he was just lost. Or was it Carolina? It was Carolina. <laughs> it was Carolina. And he was just mentally destroyed. And I'm sitting there like. And after the game, he's like, oh, yeah, they brought a sledgehammer on the field to intimidate. Like, bro, like, what are you saying? What, like, what you're was, not making us look good right now. What was the movie <laughs> where, like, the running back's running and he takes out a gun and shoots? That was Wesley Snipes. Okay, yeah. Oh, 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 oh the last Boy Scout? No, no, that was a good one. Uh, oh, my God. Wesley Snipes. Uh, Liz Lemon's boyfriend from 30 Rock? That that was that he oh. for three seasons, a small whiny English guy whose name was Wesley Snipes. I don't. I know a movie. Yeah, that movie's bizarre. Okay, is that what he thought was going to happen? That there was going to be a, a defensive back running Clearly. at him with a sledgehammer. He thought somebody was waiting for him to catch the ball on the field so they could stab him. So, were you? How about you? How how were your diva antics when you were playing in the Rose Bowl, not the Orange Bowl? Um, I wasn't. Not really. A yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh no. I mean, do you need extra prep time? Did you have to get into your space? No, I think I was pretty simple. You know, I was just ready to play. Did you have? If any- you didn't throw me the ball. You got it though. Jawad and I got into some. some, some Did you some tips when he didn't throw me the ball? If you were open. Oh, I was always open. That's the thing. <laughs> We're always we are always open. In hockey, it's the same thing. The guys who are always screaming for the pass, like, dude, she had three people around you. My thing was just like, look, just throw it up. I'll get I'll it. I'll get it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was like Randy Moss's thing too. He was just like, look, I'm the fastest guy out here. I have a 38 inch vertical. Just throw me the ball. What did we find? Was it the fan? Is that what? No. no or, or is it Wildcats? No, the I don't know. fan was with uh, Robert, De Robert De Niro, and he was a stalker. Um, okay, one second. One second. What, what was your vertical jump? Uh, like 32, 33. So the, the header for the one to nothing win for Columbia the other day, how high up did that guy go? A lot of those guys can. When I say, if you, do you see the goal? It was Wildcats. When, okay. when Wildcats. he got that high up. But yeah, but so that that's fun. So have you? I think people forget like how athletic soccer. I mean, just athletes are in general. Like I, the funniest thing for me is when people see videos of like soccer players dunking a basketball. They're like, oh, like how could he do that? And it's just like he works out. He's an every athlete. day. Well, I mean, I mean <laughs> like, well, that's the thing. It's like when you hear. I mean, the 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 outlier, of course, the greatest two sport athlete is Bo Jackson. But like Tommy Glavin. Tommy Glavin was a sixth-round draft pick of the New York Rangers. Like, there's not an athlete who's amazing at basketball who didn't play, you know, was a four-letter, uh, a three-letter you know, sport in high yeah. school every year. Like John Carlos Stanton had a, had a four out of uh, Stanford to play tight end. I mean, obviously, he made the right decision playing baseball. <laughs> I but think so. Like, uh, well, same thing. Danny Ainge, no, very few people know this. Danny Ainge played two years for the Toronto Blue Jays before he's like, yeah, fucking, I'm going to basketball. <laughs> like two years and Major League Baseball, like 99.90% of people playing college baseball now will never step foot right. on, on, a, on an 
you know, a baseball, a real baseball thing. And this guy got, yeah, I think I'll have a longer career. I'm better at basketball. See, fuck you. All right, so do you think you could uh, dunk on, say, Tiger Woods? Because he's an athlete. <laughs> I, I probably could now. Right. I don't think Wait, are we talking Nerf? Are you talking to me or AJ? Because I can dunk on a Nerf like nobody's business. Yeah, who would win one-on-one in a basketball game between you and John Daly? <laughs> uh, well, it depends. Is there a minimum? Is it like going into a comedy club? Is there a two drink minimum? Right, right, because right. if I have to have a few drinks and then play daily, I'm I, fucked. I think he, his shooting would get better. Yes, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> so, so uh, the last thing in sport. Unless you, you got anything in sport before I bring up our last thing. No, so, go ahead. This week in the USFL. Uh, in 1983, which is kind of funny because it was just two years before its demise, ESPN outbid WTBS. They didn't drop the W at the time. $70 million for a three-year contract for it. The, uh, you're a fan. You're way too young to remember the, the USFL. It was awesome. It was absolutely awesome. Uh, it was springtime football. They were doing well. And I kid you not, the documentary on that came out like three years ago, the 30 for 30. Donald Trump killed the USFL. Shocker. He killed the US. And they, they had TV money. And what ended up happening, the NFL went to all the networks and said, if you show the NFL or USFL, you can't show the NFL. And it scared everybody away. The USFL, because they were leaving them alone, but Trump insisted on moving it to compete head-to-head against the NFL. He's and, a smart guy. And that's what killed it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so they got found, the NFL was found guilty of collusion in court. And Joe? There's no collusion. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were awarded $1 damage. Oh, I didn't know that. Like, it's a, like the most, wait a minute, you just found them guilty, and you give the USFL $1. But anyways, this week... 1983, USFL history, ESPN, outspilled, you know, Superstation WTBS. It it was still Superstation. Okay. So now we're going to move on to some other good stuff. Uh, Oh, you know what? I saw this on the list. We didn't ask being the comedy thing, your favorite comedian in a movie. Who's your favorite comedian? Uh, All time and currently. All time, Richard Pryor. Hmm. Is that, is that, I mean, my, he he me, makes the tops of the, many people. My my mom has the uh, has one of his record stand ups, and I used to listen to it when I was like ten. Which one? Good. Oh, I don't remember. Uh, does it talk about uh, the difference between men and women peeing outside? No. Okay. No. Oh, it's gonna bug me now. I'll get it for you okay. before we're done. <laughs> so, who's your favorite person now? Living. Oh, and okay. don't say Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like Jay Farrow right now. I, I don't think know. Jay Farrow's pretty... Jay Farrow's the guy who played Obama on Saturday Night Live? Okay, yeah. okay. His impersonations are pretty... His Denzel impersonation is pretty good. Now, so, uh, <clears throat> Jay Farrow's interesting, because he, is he like one of those guys, kind of like Dana Carvey, where he falls into, like, he's a great impersonator, but, like, the material's kind of... Mm. I think so. Yeah. But it how I think if he wasn't an impersonator, he'd still be funny. Yeah. But he wouldn't be like I don't think he'd be on SNL, right? But I mean, you, I mean he's he's definitely taking it, taking it for the ride. Oh now. yeah, yeah. I, it's, it's it's funny because is does he have a Netflix special or yeah? Uh, okay, yeah. All right. And he just did a movie, but it's not it's not a comedy. Oh yeah. I was watching his uh, was it fat? 
It wasn't Fallon. Maybe it was Fallon. It was Fallon interview. And it was about this movie. That was a serious movie. I was like, why are you doing this? Thing? I don't like, like that. I don't, you know, stay in your lane, man. Yeah, Robin Williams. <laughs> <laughs> whatever ha- whatever Jordan- happened to that guy? <laughs> Want to see my impression? He, he didn't get in time to the rickety stool store, I'll tell you. <laughs> want to see my impression of Robin Williams? You want to see my impression of Robin Williams? I don't think I ready? do. Sarah, close your eyes. Oh, see, <laughs> see what he did? He's doing a choking motion with his hand. Oh, no, no, that's just my interpretation. <laughs> okay, so now we got a couple options here. This part of the podcast is a fan favorite, and when we, we can do both. We can do the random video game review of the week, in which you... Go over there and just pick any game off the shelf. Joe doesn't look. So why is he fetching it? I, why aren't, I mean, he's our guest. Yeah, those yeah. days are over. Now. Yeah, no, no. right. <laughs> right. What do you mean, you people? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> no, seriously. Like, what? Come on. No, I mean, it's. I think it's a great honor to be part of it. It's my favorite part of the week. It's the one thing that keeps me hanging on. Then go do it, asshole. But I'm willing to share. I actually, it. I actually have one in mind when I was looking over. This oh, okay. Okay. I really like the. Game. All right, so, go ahead. Um, so I won't so look. He, he doesn't look. I won't look. And you I can. I can reach it. No, it's Super the, Mario Brothers. Off. Yeah. <laughs> So AJ is going over to a a, a game that is no, off of. I'm not going to look. Okay. He. It's not a. It's not an old Nintendo game. <laughs> no, it's um, not. Um, give me a hint. It, it was on this PS2 shelf or PS3. Give me a. Give me a. a P- PS3. It's PS3. All right. So I'm looking at the PS3. He has these. He has these memorized. Uh, sometimes I don't Do you know. See how they're alphabetized. Very yeah. true. So it's true. if it's if it's between. Oh, is it Assassin's Creed 4? Oh, is it? Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's Assassin's Creed 4. I haven't played it. <laughs> AJ, since it's one of your favorite games, I'm going to ask oh, you, would you would you be able to review this? Absolutely not. I'm horrible at those things. No, but you've played that before. Right? I have played it. Okay, because you said it was one of your favorite games. I just didn't know. I do like it. It's actually not my favorite Assassin's Creed game. What is your favorite one? Probably the first one. So that one right down there, uh, <laughs> it's, it's like I have the first three. I think I have the first four. Yeah. He usually has oh, yeah, them on different systems. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he has like, all them on Xbox. Yeah. Yeah, I have like, one, two, on and Xbox. three. I think on Xbox. It's completely healthy. Yes. Completely. Hey, what's healthy is that I haven't played any of them. Yeah. <laughs> I well, just collect them. And so look my, at them. my little guy got really into it. I I will tell you, the movie was terrible. Fan favorite. Oh, yeah. if, but if you wanna, you wanna again fall down a, a fun wormhole. I love watching parkour videos, and there's some group in Europe that dress, dress up yeah. an Assassin's Creed thing. And the thing is, it's not scripted. They literally will just run through, like like a, a mall, like an outdoor mall into restaurants, full garb. And, and parkour athletes are the best athletes in the world. It's also there. like Serbia, though, where you can just pretty much do anything. Do anything. <laughs> um, so okay. So what is your favorite video game movie? And what is your favorite movie video game? Like what? Like Resident Evil came first, and then the game. No, the games came first. Yes. yes. And then the movies. Yes. But Assassin's Creed, the game came first, and the movies. But then there's been like, was it Final? F- no. What What are some movies that have gone the other way, Joe? Well, I mean, there have always been like licensed video games. Like you know, The Incredibles is out, and now buy the video right, game. Right. You know, but there's there's that. Well, but, but I'm looking not like that. What was What was something that was a movie that they're like, oh, this be a great, and it's not like a Lego. Oh, not, it wasn't a direct tie-in. Uh, gee, I don't know. That's a tough one. It kind of does. Godfather. The Godfather. Yeah, it, it, what? That's a good movie that they turned into a game. Yeah, yeah but that, that w- might be my favorite. Uh, one, that actually sure. is right up I there. Saw it, I saw it up there. 
I saw it up there. Uh, I played a bit of that. Yeah, that's a it's a it's a good it's pretty decent. There's all, I also have Scarface. The world is yours uh, over there too. I just lost. Your okay, hello. Uh, Oh, there you go. Um, okay, so what is your favorite video game movie? Like, that was a video game that became a movie. Uh, Super Mario Brothers. Ooh. Have you ever that's seen... That's actually a good one. No, that's Have not a good movie. movie. Have you seen... No. no. It's, it's, it, no, the movie is so bad. It's so bad. Hold on, The no. director never on. got another job. Hold ever. <laughs> is it that? No, there was Two directors. As a six... Yeah. Husband and wife. Team. As a seven-year-old kid... That movie is the greatest movie right. in the world. It all depends on the generation. <laughs> right. Yeah, like I like The Wizard, <laughs> but which you... was the Nintendo movie from 1989 with Fred Savage. Well, uh, everything is Fred Savage. Too. Right. Oh. They, I mean, right. Th- there you go. But that was a bad movie that I liked. What's your favorite Michael Bolton song? I gotta say, I like them all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I celebrate that man's entire catalog. But uh, so so just recently because. I wasn't a big video game guy, but it's like I got into Resident Evil a few years ago, and now I'm just we, one of our guests is a Resident Evil expert. He's such a Resident Evil guy. His one and only begotten son is named Wesker, after the bad guy from Resident Evil. Why? Because it's his favorite bad guy. Um, and he fought tooth and nail. He I'm wanted name his, my kid Odd Job. His, <laughs> his son's middle name to be Slade. After Slate Wilson. My son's middle name is Dr. Evil. It really is. And the other one is $1 million. Can you physically say $1 million without extending the pinky finger to your lip? $1 million. No, I cannot. You know, that's not a lot of money in today's world. Right. <laughs> Somebody throw me a bone here. I've been frozen for 40 years. Uh, but you know, so, so seriously, what game... Have you played that you like that you like actually like the movie? <laughs> Mario Brothers. Are you serious? Okay. Well, yeah, because when I was playing that, we had it, it was in 64, mm-hmm. and the movie came out shortly after I started playing Mario. Like, no, actually, the movie oh, came Mortal out. Mortal Kombat, too. Yeah. Bad movie, but I really liked Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat is up there with like good movies, kind of good movie translations. First one, yes. <clears throat> after that, yeah. Yeah, just as, just to, just to clear things up, uh, <laughs> Super Mario Brothers the movie came out in 1993, which was three years prior to the release of Super Mario 64 and the Nintendo 64. Okay, back to you, Jacques. I was also three years old. I know, right? See, <laughs> okay. Oh, it says right here. Um, Shut it, nerd! Fuck you, <laughs> right, right there. Hold on, let me just circle that. Right. Uh, okay, so are you a video game guy? Is I'm that- a FIFA guy. I play FIFA all day. So I have the original FIFA game for the Sega Genesis up there. I kid you not. Next time you see her, ask her about this. Management, uh, my current wife. Your current roommate. She, Remy. Mm-hmm. Um, she, the, the guy that she worked for, the shake she worked for, they travel around the world. He travels around the world with his, his TV, or if they go and do a one-night excursion somewhere, they will send somebody to Best Buy to buy the biggest TV. He has a guy whose one and only job is to set his PS4 up wherever they are. He usually travels, like, if they fly out at noon, he travels out at, like, 8 in the morning to get to the next city. So when he gets there, he can play FIFA. Like, that is the guy's entire life. I'm dead serious. Worth billions, and he spends his entire time getting high playing FIFA. I do that now, and I'm not worth billions. <laughs> you just don't have a guy set it up right. for you. So, I got to set it up myself. Who's your, who's your team? Chelsea. And who's the best player in Chelsea? Eden Hazard, who and, will, is also Belgian. 
Oh, and, and it, it's it's funny because I asked my brother-in-law, and he got upset because I I I asked, and I said, "Are all the Colombians on the Colombian team from Colombia?" And he's like, "Yes, they all have to be Colombian." I'm like, "Okay, but so many countries will naturalize somebody else to yeah, to come I and think, do that." I think that was more of a thing before. Um, like back in the day when there weren't any rules. Yeah, yeah but like you go through Qatar's roster and they, and they have teams in all different sports. They'll have a World Cup team. And I'm going to tell you right now, 75 to 80% of those people will have been naturalized in like the um, last few years and well, stuff I think like that. FIFA just lets Qatar do what they want because <laughs> they have a lot of money. I, I mean, okay. Hence getting a World Cup in the first So is place. it always, have you always been like every year when, like, the, what is it, the Madden of, is there a Madden of FIFA or is it just FIFA? Oh. Twelve. Oh yeah, FIFA. FIFA is the Madden. It's actually the same company that makes Madden. Yeah. So it, EA makes both Madden and FIFA. Is it as good? Like I, I'm not a. It's the funny thing is like, I've never been good at or played much sports games. Like I'd rather go and play anything, but oh, this. Yeah. But I can't shoot zombies in the head with a crossbow in my underwear <laughs> on my couch. You know. <laughs> uh, or can I? But uh, but so have you always been a FIFA guy? Or is this a newer thing? Always been a FIFA guy since '98. So that's all. So if I ask you, and I, it's on here to ask you, your Mount Rushmore of games are four of them. Oh, FIFA 2003. Yeah, I was. I was FIFA actually thinking seven. Yeah, but here's how I differentiate between which ones are good based on the soundtrack. No, that the that's FIFA, a legit the, legit thing. The FIFA 2005 soundtrack is. 2005 and 2006. Because um, we, we always like to plug other better podcasts. Did you listen to Gilbert Co- Podcast, the guy who did The Incredibles? Yes. So this guy... The guy who composed the music. He composed all the music, <laughs> and and J.J. Um, Abrams loves him, and he does Star Trek. J.J. Abrams called him because, was it Final Fantasy he did the music for? He did the music for some video game, and J.J. Abrams just, like, tracked him down from the music from, I think it was Final Fantasy. I think you're right. And he's like, yeah, I want you to do... Um, it was it was when Abrams was doing TV stuff. It was either Buffy, Alias, Alias. So he did the music <laughs> on Alias. Incredibles One was his first feature thing, but he's done like two or three TV series for J.J. Abrams, and now he does all of basically all of. I don't his. know if Incredibles was his first feature. No, it was, was it? his first feature. Oh, okay. And, and that's why when the guys like the director calls him and says, "Don't fuck up my movie," he's like, "Yeah, I'm not under enough pressure." <laughs> right. That was Brad Bird telling him that. Right. It's like I uh, remember that. You know. All right. Oh, and speaking of better podcasts, I just oh I want I want I'm gonna have to look it up. I was just listening I'm to sorry, a great podcast about um, the 1998 American World Cup team. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to look it up before the end. Of it. Alexi Lawless was on that team, so I don't. No, it's a great. Po- it was like they had all this hope and how it him. went sideways. Okay, why? It went, why it went sideways because he was on the team. Is that what it was? I'm just was a, he like the cancer in the locker room? 100 percent biased towards Alexi Lawless. <laughs> That's, you don't hear that much. So he, why is it American fiasco? American <laughs> fiasco. No, exactly. look up the podcast. It's American. Fi- it's re- and the guy who does it from Liverpool, and he has this great backstory about when he came to America in ninety in eighty six, and like Liverpool was his team. Not Liverpool. What's the team in Liverpool? What are they called? Everton. Liverpool. Thank, thank oh, you. Thanks. And it's like 
they weren't supposed to be good this year. In like 86, they made it to the semifinals. And it was an expensive phone call. And it, But he called home and his father for 90 minutes held the phone up to the TV wow. so he could hear it. It was four to one. But he did this great documentary. I was listening to it on the way here about like that team had so much. That was a team that was going to make soccer relevant in America. They say that every World Cup year. How's that worked out for them? <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so your four favorite video games. If it wasn't a FIFA game, give me a couple other games that you've loved. Assassin's Creed. Uh, the first one, to be very clear. Yeah, the first one. Which, And then another one you have, Medal of Honor. Yep. Yeah, that's a good um, game. And... Which, by the Sonic. way... Medal of Sonic. Ho- Sonic! Sonic. I was going to say, Medal of Honor was also another video game that... that uh, the guy who did the music for The Incredibles did the music for Medal of Honor. Maybe nice. maybe it was Medal of Honor that J.J. Right. Abrams it was a war. It right. Was, yeah, it was a war uh, game. Anyways, but yeah, and Sonic. Yeah, Sonic's Sonic. just Sonic. great. Like, Have like, you played the new Sonic Mania for the... No. It's, uh, you, right, you're probably too big for, you know, <laughs> <laughs> growing up, or uh, too grown up to play video games, but it's actually... The new Sonic Mania is a lot like the old Sonic. Is it? Yeah, and it's pretty... It's, it's like I'll the best to, Sonic game. I'll have to do it then. Yeah. Okay, so now uh, this is our Netflix, Apple TV, Redbox pick of the week. Do you have a show you're watching now? If you're not, you know, going well watching. He went well watching. Have you gone well watching? A long time ago in like, we school. We went well watching. Yes. I didn't do it by myself. That's a little weird. You didn't just wake up one day no. at, at Dean College and say, hey, <laughs> let me go well Tristan, watching. let's go well watching. <laughs> you know, he has a guy who works with him, Tristan. Ooh, it could be Jock's oldest son. Yeah, no, no lie. It's it's like no scary. Lie. Like Maybe like, it like is. He, he had he the has, future, dude. Seriously, what do you have on in the in the picture? He had a hat and his hair was coming down. Yeah, and we took a picture of him. One of the other intern goes, "He looks like Jock." <laughs> well, <laughs> Holy shit. so so I mean, I'm trying to think. How old is he? Twenty. Okay, so we're talking ninety eight. Um, if his mom was a whore, because I was, I'm trying to think in 98. Yeah, this is in your lost years. You know, oh, oh dude, yeah. those were the semi, semi, <laughs> yeah, but I was in L.A. Most of the time I came back here, so maybe, hey, you know. Fair enough. Fair enough. Maybe. Okay, so what are you watching? What, what are you are binge watching? watching? Uh, Staircase. We've been, wa- oh, we've been yeah. watching. Oh, yeah. I started that myself. I don't like it. Sarah does. <laughs> I, fell a, I fell asleep. So may- maybe when I said recommendation, <laughs> maybe that word meant something Well, I different. know a lot of people. Pe- so it got rec- recommended to us, and Sarah loves it. I do not. I sleep every time it comes on. That's. I did the same thing. I woke. I was watching the first episode. I got to the almost the end of the first episode, and then I woke up, and he's on trial. Like yeah. I'm like, I missed the first, like four episodes worth, like the whole buildup, and I'm like, ah, forget it. I just... Have, I didn't go back. I can't. And I somebody wa- told me it was better than Making a Murderer. Absolutely not. No, I watched Making a Murderer, and I was like, oh, my God. Have you seen Wild Wild Country? I've heard it. I, it's on my Fucking list. watch it, man. It's, it's on my so, list. Like, I was like, what the hell it's is fucked this? Up. I didn't even, like, Google it to be, you know, to see if it would be up, uh, something I'd like. I just heard that people were raving about it, and I just watched it, and I was like, is this even real? <laughs> like, I thought it was like a... You know, mock. Real, I thought <laughs> I thought it was a mockumentary. I'm like, wait, no, no, this looks like legit. And I was like, wow, this really happened. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, you should definitely I mean, watch that. What, Jacques? What are you watching? Jim, get in a little time machine with me and go back. I think I have a few time machines over <laughs> AJ's shoulder. <laughs> I I, uh, I want to say maybe 2010, 2011. 
little movie called Scott Pilgrim Takes on the World. Versus the World. Versus you the finally world. watched. So good. It's the best fucking. So. I So <laughs> good. He gave it's me the so DVD great. four months ago, and I've been waiting for management to watch it with her. Um, uh, uh, Sarah. Sarah. Scott Sarah. Chris Sarah. Mike oh, Sarah. Michael, Michael Sarah. Sarah. Um. He's great, and it, it, have you heard this movie? I've seen it like twice. Okay, so he has to literally fight, and he and like you didn't tell me, and thank you for not telling me. It's like fights Chris Evans and um, My, Brandon Ruth, Superman. Yeah, <laughs> Superman. Brandon Ralph. Yeah, the, the vegan who's now um, who's now the Adam on um, Legends of Tomorrow. Ooh, yeah, he's great. He's really, really great. Um, but there's so many good people in that movie. I mean, it's it's yeah, It's one of those movies that didn't do huge. It did okay. It's in that super bad. Like, right. I think I, it came out around yeah. the same time yeah. as Super Bad, and it's directed by Edgar Hunt. And I didn't know this until kind of recently because I'm out of it. But he's the same guy who directed like Hot Fuzz. Okay. And uh, Shaun, of the, Shaun of the Shaun Dead. Of the Dead. Yeah. So good. I haven't seen Hands it. down. Never saw it. Hands really? down. Never saw the it. best horror movie I I've ever seen because I can't do horror movies. Better than Zombieland. Sha- uh, yes. <laughs> I will. I I love Shaun, Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead is. I got that whole it. that whole that me. whole crew. So like Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz. Um, was it ends, uh, ends of the Earth? Oh, uh, this is the end. No, 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 no. no, no. Um, World's End. World's End. Which, which have you seen? Have you seen World's End? Up. No, I know. What's wrong with okay, me? No, no. Simon, so, Simon. So Pig. it's the same thing though. With like when you look, when you watch it, and you see. So Martin Freeman's in it. Mm-hmm. Martin Freeman's part of that whole little like collective. Of yeah, and, and it is. It's it's friends. It, it's like Simon Pegg's heavy set guy who's in all Nick his Frost. movies. It's like the British Nick Seth Frost. Rogen He's guys. His co-writing partner. Yeah. I think they write most then of these the guy things that, together. The guy that produces the movies and directs them. The guy you were just talking about. And then, so he's like, they wrote all these together. Yeah. So, so World's yeah. End, it's it's like so funny. So, so, <laughs> so in stuff, high school, yeah. Simon Pegg okay. was the coolest of the cool. Everybody looked up to him. His last name is King, and they called him the King. And in this little town, I, I want to say there's 12 pubs. Golden Circle. And so nobody in the town has ever done all 12 in a night because, you know, you have to drink like a pint of Guinness, like each one. And it was his life dream. So here it is 20 years later. He's putting the <laughs> band back together. Everybody else has wives and kids Successful. and real jobs. <laughs> uh, and it turns out that like he's fallen out with a couple of the guys and a couple of guys still know him. But like his best friend, Martin Freeman. No, Nick Frost. Nick Frost. He fucked like really hard, like ten years ago, and the only way he gets everybody else to do it is by saying, "Oh yeah, yeah, he's in it. We're all good." Jack, he, he's not gonna have to watch the movie after. Yeah, okay. I know. What are you doing? Dude, watch it. Okay, so getting back to my recommendation, <laughs> yeah, so Scott, Scott Pilgrim, Pilgrim versus the world. Dude, the music in it is great. Yeah, the music in it is. It's like, hey, do you want to see where I grew up? <laughs> you know, uh, everything but, about it but you is have, awesome. You probably wouldn't have picked up on this, but in the beginning they play a. Uh, theme from the legend of zelda the video no game. he had to write i guess the person who wrote the movie had to write a letter to the creator of uh the legend of zelda and say for permission to use the song but like said like look i really want to use your song in my movie because it was so integral to my growing up and it means so much and it's like you know he basically had to win him over to get permission to use the song but there's like a lot of video game isms in that so the boys watched it with me. Yeah, you know, and they were like, "This is the best movie ever." It is, you know. And I, I was so surprised when I saw it like for the first time in like 2012 or 2013. You know, I'm you know in my 30s. I'm like, 
I'm into video games, but I'm not like whatever. I'm not like into the scene. It's you know kind of below my age range. But I fell in love with the movie like right away. I was like, this is one of the greatest movies of this decade. Yeah, great. Yeah. I, I can't. And it's like so we, we've talked about this. There's so many movies you would assume I would that would have been in my wheelhouse, but right. for some reason it slipped through because I like love Michael Sarah. You mm-hmm. know everything he's done has been like pretty great that I loved. Right. Um, Did you say the L word? Lesbian? No. You mean no? The other L word is that lesbians? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no. That that. So my pick of the week, and the thing is, see, you can't red box it or go down to Best Buy or, or to uh, Blockbuster, Blockbuster, and get it. You <laughs> gotta know. rent it on Apple TV. But it's worth the three bucks to rent it. It's a good movie. You know, it's worth the probably fifteen bucks to buy it. You Blockbuster know? was the beginning of the best night of the week. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but place. but. That's a whole side. Four days right? later, when you forget <laughs> to bring back the video, oh, yeah. and you owe him ninety-four dollars, I the fines. I got a fun, quick, funny rental story. I wasn't Blockbuster, but I rented a, a movie, um, and I tried to talk my way out of return. Try to talk my way out of not paying the fee for returning it one day late because it was on September twelfth, two thousand one. It was due September eleventh. And I said, hey, man, it was like 9-11. <laughs> I wasn't leaving the house. And he's like, yeah, I don't care. You're still paying the late fee. Give but I used 9-11 to try to talk my way out of paying a late fee. Where? <laughs> People died. It was the worst day in, in American history. So when you hear 9-11, you're like, my oh, dude, that was the worst day ever. I remember where I was. I was at Blockbuster bringing a video. It wasn't even back. Blockbuster. It was like a local chain called Hollywood Wait, Video. That just rem- that just makes me think like during Pearl Harbor, somebody like called into work or like went to work <laughs> the next day. It was just like I couldn't come in yesterday. Like, <laughs> I, just, I was so I distraught. I Didn't you see TV? <laughs> right. That's coming out in ten the, years. Weren't you listening to the radio? <laughs> <laughs> Do you not know this happened. Yes or no? Had uh, you rewound the video that you brought back? It was and a DVD. Okay. You, did you rewind the TV? It was two thousand one. Yes. It's Joe. Look around, dude. It's a legitimate <laughs> <Right>. question. <laughs> it's a legitimate. Shut up. Anyway, so that's my nine eleven story. So <laughs> that's, that's my 9-11 story. Oh, you are awesome. Right. Awfulsome. What, well, awful what are you watching? Uh, it's this movie about 9-11. don't see NCIS. Gee, what the hell am I watching? You'd think I would prepare for this podcast. Other than World Cup. Right, exactly. Portugal's in it, dude. So what? You know, they're just like Spain. They have the prettiest man on Earth on their team. I know, I know. He is. He is one of my man I was going to bang two Portuguese guys. You still wouldn't be on the list. Oh, you son of a gun, you. Uh, gee, I, I don't know. I think I'm, I'm going to have to pass. I was going to say Staircase, but then I fell asleep through most of it. So, you know, I'm watching um, I, I'm watching something. Don't worry about it. I'm watching TV. I'll fill you. I'll, how about this? Next week. Car I'll Sharks? Give you, I'll give you two. Uh, oh, maybe am I watching Oh, a match game or a gong show? Because there are literally 70 shows that are still on the air today. All right. So the last thing that we always do, AJ, um, feel free to, to dive in. It's the parenting tip of the week because you, as much as Joe has seen my parenting up close and personal, um, well, because because the oldest guy goes to the games, you know, and he and he works for us, and I make him work because he gets twenty five bucks a game, and it's like 
gets more than me. Yeah, I was going to say, he doesn't get $25 a game. <laughs> and he doesn't have to move couches. Like, oh, 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 Lord. But, he, but literally, I'll have to, where our station is, it's like three sections over, and we're at the lower bowl, and he has to, and I forget stuff. I'm like, hey, go back and get that. And then sometimes I just make him run up and down the steps. He could use a couple trips up and down the steps, if you know what I'm saying, Dorito. Glass um, houses. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you know what they say about fat people playing Twister Naked in glass houses? Um, I don't think anyone says anything about that. <laughs> I painted myself in the corner. But so we always have a parenting tip of the week, and, and you see me in action. Um, this week's parenting tip for me, unless you want to go first. I have, you know me. I'm an awful parent. I haven't seen my children in seven days, man. I don't know what's going on. You know, once Father's Day ended, I was out. I was like, see you next You got your day. fucking tie and yep. just rode off That's to it. the sunset. That's it. Right to Buffalo. Right. Wait yeah. a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Episode four. That issue was uh, four. four. Uh, okay. Just like a new hope, which you didn't have when, your dad, <laughs> when my dad left. You know, Chuck, when's the last time you saw your dad when he was waving goodbye in the rearview mirror? <laughs> anyway, I'm okay. I turned out fine. Uh, so this yeah. week's parenting tip. <laughs> this week's parenting tip for me. It's almost a serious one. Tomorrow, I've been exhausted for tomorrow. All week, because tomorrow's the day from hell, because I got to get up crazy early, because the little guy is doing flag football from 8 to 9.30, and I got roped into, you know, it's like I'm not coaching, but I'll be there and, like, help. Handing out water. Right, exactly. Um, and then, like, the oldest, the older one has the it from... Room. Yeah, something like that. I'm making the orange slices <laughs> from from ten to eleven. Oh, you see the Romero? <laughs> <laughs> I just inside joke, or oh, sort of <coughs> reference to another podcast. And then we, um, and then honestly, so management has to come and get the little guy when he she drops off the older one and take him to his baseball like crappy like end of season party and then she has to go home when i get there at like noon to two and i'll take him home then we have a pool party with all their little bastard friends because i may join you <laughs> yeah i i hope so at least somebody there like look just because your kid and my kids sit in class together doesn't make us friends um so so we got that and then Tomorrow night, then I have to leave at like six. I've got to find my passport because I got to go to Southbridge for the <laughs> first of two shows in one calendar year for Dan Cray and Beyond It. We're a two piece band. The guitarist singer's named Dan Cray, and I'm Beyond It. Um, anyway, so I'm exhausted, but here's my parenting tip suck it up, snowflake. Like these are the days that they remember. And you have to be there, even though there's nothing I'm going to do with them tomorrow. I want to do on any level at all, but shut the fuck up, sleep when you're dead, and show up and pretend you want to be interested in their crap. That that's my parenting tip for this week. That that and pressure points do not leave bruises. <laughs> so those are my two parenting tips for this week. I again, you just took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> Again, you stole my idea for my parenting tip. Uh, any last thoughts? This is your first. Like, <laughs> this is my first podcast. Is it your last podcast? 
it's 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 possible. <laughs> right. I don't think I don't think I'll be able to top this exactly. or do any worse. Than go out on, on top. You know. <laughs> I, and, and you mean not even listening to it. Like we've ruined podcasts. Like for I you. haven't finished cereal, but I don't think I'm gonna go finish that now. <laughs> How can you? I don't know what's gonna happen with that now. I know. I just think I have to follow up on Twitter or something. <laughs> but any last thoughts of wisdom you like to embark on the three people you're gonna forward this to? <laughs> any shout outs? Mass Pirates. <laughs> love I, I, love I, I, you guys. Yeah, each and every one of you. Um, but but uh, let's see. So throw out all the social media handles. Uh, we're Carnival Podcast on Twitter and Facebook and apparently Instagram. Yeah, I think. Oh, boy. Can't wait for those selfies to go up. And you are? I am Joe. Oh, wait. My Twitter handle is OptiGrabber. I'm the Jacques Four. You want to throw it out so your no, fans can follow you? People no, but don't me. you want people to know their Capricorn horoscopes? That's why there's Google. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, and, and by the way, I, I want to thank you for the compliment that you think people are actually listening <laughs> who are going to follow you on Twitter. You know this isn't plugged in, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> this says Fisher Price on it. I own My that. first I own podcast. <laughs> That's the fir- that's really what we're going to call this podcast originally. My first podcast. Oh, the, the the best thing about this podcast is it's usually just Joe and I before we had Mike sitting down here talking the same <laughs> stuff, and it became a therapy session. But uh, but I'm I'm all done unless you got something else. No, I want to thank AJ uh, for stopping uh, by. Uh, I'm getting to it. Right? <laughs> Let me talk. I wanted to thank AJ for coming by. I wanted to thank Sarah for joining in. It was staying. Exactly. And well, you know, handcuffs. Uh, (laughs) And thanks for just, you know, not making fun of me too hard when you came down and you saw the wall of misery that is my basement. I took a picture of it and sent it to my friend. Yeah, I got it. And I have very positive feedback for it. White people be crazy. That's basically. (laughs) (laughs) That was the caption. (laughs) No one's topping that. And on that. Nor should they, yes. Please do not forget. Everyone's waiting. Everyone came to see how it's ending. To see if you've changed. I heard you along. Now you've come home Where have you been, kid? Where did you go?
Tired of you 